up, long players? Welcome back to the Long Play Listening Party, the show where we go deep on local music, writing, recording, inspiration, gear, Chuck D's documentary, Fight the Power. Watch it on PBS or stream it on PBS.org for free. And whatever else sounds good to us. I'm Howie Howard from Mr. Furious Records. Joined by my co-host, Nate Holt. What's going on, Nate? DJ DJ's. what's going on? Yes. Uh, let's just jump right in. So DJ not a DJ. Uh, we're going to be listening to the vinyl reissue of the original DJ not a DJ album in a few weeks. Yes. You've also been recording new stuff. We did. Uh, I think it's been, it was, I mean, it's been over 10 years, I think, since we've all seen each other or been in the same room or or anything like that and uh we got everything uh you know all the logistics figured out uh we've been doing that over the past couple of months to record at the ku uh audio engineering department studio which is really really nice actually um john mccluskey uh maybe better known as johnny quest uh runs it um, he's in charge of all the curriculum, teaches audio engineering courses, and um, we uh, set up and arranged uh, a Friday, Saturday to Sunday um, recording session. And uh, he brought in some of his really, really good outboard gear. Um, and the school already has, I think it's a, it's, it's a Neve sort of. Uh, I think it's a brand is Neve. I don't know what the model is. It's it's a Neve console though, um, and uh, it was just I, I don't think it could have gone any better. Really, I, we we were super productive. Um, you know, uh, I didn't expect to get to a lot of the stuff that you know I, you know, which I don't need to. I can do it at home and 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 send tracks. But you know, uh, you know, I got to do some of my stuff, and we got to. To jam i think we did two or three you know um 30 45 minute jams like oh wow that's just you know that's just what we did back when we were playing we we really didn't have any songs until until we put the album out because we just improvised everything and played and recorded shows and um uh, it, it was it was a really good weekend and uh, i'm super excited to 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 get this the the new record out but the 20th anniversary double vinyl you can get on fat beats um and it it's it'll be worth it it's it's gonna it, i mean it's a beautiful record and it sounds great royce did a, an amazing job remastering it for vinyl and um yeah cool yeah and listeners, you're going to hear that in, uh, let me do my math, I think three weeks, uh, you'll hear the first two sides of that, and then, you know, the next two sides the following week. Um, and I will, special for all of you, um, I'm fortunate enough to have a copy of that vinyl, and I'm going to rip, record the vinyl for the show audio, so you all will get to hear look at that the vinyl itself i mean not itself but the best the best that we can give you um, unless you go to fat beats and buy it that's all you gotta do always the best option yeah 
Um, but hopefully hearing it on the podcast will convince you to, to go to do, do that, that. Yes. Yeah. So we'll talk about that plenty. I mean, but uh, for this week's show, uh, Nate and I are going to go through some, a uh, couple works in progress and, and maybe talk about that a little bit. Uh, some more gear talk toward the ends. And uh, Nate, is it all right if I play AM while we're here? Sure. The, the operative word here is in progress. In progress. That's fair. Yeah, but that's just been released is how my bank came. <laughs> But yeah, it'll be a four. It's it's going to be uh, in a four track project. Uh, I'm working on with Mara McFadden. She's a excellent vocalist, um, songwriter. Uh, I mean, she, you know, actress. She does a lot of a lot of that stuff. Um, and uh, I sent her. Uh, three songs and i'm not sure how she found this one but she's like we have to do that too um and she was into it so uh i think towards the end of march we'll record her vocals and that'll come out um hopefully this summer cool and how, how did you meet her uh we met at a uh lawrence uh theater production I don't know if the first one is Pulp Fiction or uh, something else, but um, she's a student of uh, Kirsten Paladins. And so, um, or you know what? I think what it was, was she had put out an EP and needed to put a band together to play a couple shows. So it was Kirsten reached out to me. Uh, we got a couple of other guys uh, to play, you know, guitar, bass, drums, and then, um, yeah, we played a couple of shows. And you know, at some point, I had asked Mard, you know, if she liked any of the, the songs I was writing, and she was into it. So, so that'll be coming out hopefully, like I said, um, summerish. And she's got a, a really, um, really interesting sort of uh, concept for the record. So I won't, I won't ruin with my. I, I'm not going to ruin it. But she's writing a a synopsis so that I don't have to stumble over my words every time I try to tell people what it's about. Cool. But this was, uh, God, I probably wrote this song in like 2013, 2014. And it was just, uh, trying to figure out, remember what synth it was. That's when I was briefly trying out the SH-201, I think, hmm. and then the Corgan 50. 
think I had those. And the piano's probably a VST. I did play guitar on it. Oh, that's kind of different. So are we, are we going to hear any vocals or this is the instrumental? This is that... the instrumental that, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry to, to disappoint. <laughs> oh no, I just, um, that's actually helpful to know in general. And also that means, um, I think you tell me, can I use the version from your band camp in the edit as the full yeah, quality? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have one already, I'll just send it to you. Nope, I, I, I grabbed it before we started recording. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. I mean, I didn't pay anything for this one. Sorry. Is it not but I did sign up for your emailing list, which See? I was probably already on. Well, you know, it all helps. Which, I mean, yeah. Well, I was about to spill some beans. I don't. I don't think I should do that yet. But okay, we've got okay. an interesting marketing or promotion idea for uh, Separatus. Okay. Uh, that hopefully will please a lot of people. I'm certainly excited. Uh, I, I I think I see. I think I see where you're going there. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listeners, you can, uh, you know, read between the lines or wait with bated breath for <laughs> for the announcement there. But yeah, I think I see where that's going. But it's funny, though, because I, you know, so Corey put out that vinyl, that double vinyl, which, you know, I never thought I, you know, I was like, you know, I'm, I, I didn't think I'd be in a band that you know was on a record or or made you know actually sold records and then all of a sudden it was like yeah here's Corey's right it's like it was it's so weird and then you know DJ not a G issued this this record um which is I mean I I think it's super super cool that's just it just can't kind of seems like it you know they both sort of came out of the blue and now just yeah, that, caught up in, in the vinyl fad. That's awesome. I would love the the unfinished Mars Lights double LP. I would love to have on vinyl, but I mean, the only way... Not a fad in a bad way. I mean, it, 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 there's a reason why, I, I, you know, I, I'm understanding more and more why that's desirable. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, uh, but, for sure. But it's 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 just it's just interesting that I never considered. I had I had, I had to go you know uh, down to Richards and talk to Austin, see see what kind of record players they had, so I could actually freaking listen to you know music or yeah that I played on a record. That's cool, man. That's very cool. So do you want to uh, do the IPA demo here? Well, I feel like I, uh, uncomfortably. Uh, things are like focusing on me a lot, so I feel like you have other stuff that you've been doing that. We'll we'll get to mine. I'll I have plenty to say about mine, and the the demo's real short, right? 
Okay, yeah, yeah. Or do you want to skip it? We can skip it. No, no, no. We can go. We can do it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is just super, like, definitely a demo. Yeah. But there's, there's, you know, it's strange. And I guess, I guess, you know, I should ask for your opinion about this because it's should be talked about. You know, so about three years ago or so, three or four years ago, these these guys asked me to play keyboards over some of these beats they had. And so, you know, I gave them some cool ideas. I, you know, even bass lines and everything. I never heard back, uh, never uh, saw anything released or anything. I'm just, you know, there's folders of these, these tracks that I have put keyboards to that I am you know, like super ready to release or, or at least you know start the process of, of putting out and, uh, I was just like you know I'm just going to take my keyboard parts uh, you know real quick you know make up a you know similar beat uh, it could change it could you know completely morph into something else but uh, I wanted to my versions of them so that I could hopefully work with somebody uh, with on them. And so uh, I'm kind of right now, you know, looking uh, or seeing who, who might be interested in doing some, I mean, it's not going to be, you know, a huge project either. It'll probably be four or five songs, but they're all kind of in the same, same vein. Have a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love this. This is uh, this is very much you, but I feel like the darkness and the edginess is like cranked up just a little bit. It's a little more aggressive in the drums. Um, actually, this could have like fit on orbital debris too. You know, like yeah, yeah. And we went. I think we used some some more aggressive sounds just a little bit on that yeah we're definitely uh, yeah i mean that's that's that that is more hip-hop oriented and we are more electro yeah but i mean like you were saying i'm dying to hear a singer on that i mean i think yes i think the right the right singer could really do something with that Uh, i know i know that's what (laughs) that's what i'm trying to do yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm validating. I think you're on the right track there. I think, I think that'll be really cool. All right, so let me. Uh, okay, we'll take the spotlight. We'll take the spotlight off you, Nate, and uh, I'll share a work in progress yeah, of mine. Sweat, dude. Yeah, we're very intense here on the show. <laughs> it's um, so much pressure. Uh, so this is a track. Uh, from an upcoming MS Ride album um, where the songs all came together on the 404 Mark II sampler. And so this is... Uh, well, let me just let me just start playing it here. The main sample in the song, is, which is the first thing you'll hear, is my um, scanner. Okay. I was, I was scanning documents for our adoption process and uh 
notice okay, that. So I almost thought you. I thought I almost thought you meant police scanner, but it's a document. Scanner. No, not police scanner. Document scanner, printer, fax. You know that thing that you have, maybe in the closet, or maybe you don't have one anymore. Um, I don't, I, oh, I have a uh, combination printer scanner that works with yes, one. That that type of device. So I was scanning, and I realized that it made this this pit this interval. It was really, really close to a minor seventh. Um, so I sampled that and built a song around it. I already like it as a, that's a sound. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what really caught my ear, and you're gonna hear it a bunch more times because it it pretty much goes throughout the song, and different other things kind of build up around it. And that's really this is gonna be the last track on the album, and the reason I chose it to share was it kind of illustrates how I've approached this album was just like finding an initial sample, and then building a song around it. And these songs I was I set out to make. 10 bangers and it got weird very quickly and it got dark and slow and there there's some bangers but like every song went in its own direction and so there's just a ton of variety on the on the project i basically got five songs done i'm in the process of making the next five instrumentals and then we'll add the vocals so did you create the kick drum samples from like your chord or how, where, where did they it's a mix i mean i built up a decent drum sample library for the 404 yeah but you're always putting effects and stuff on anyway sometimes i did my own drums and i don't remember anymore what any of the what any of the specific drums are That's okay. I actually prefer not knowing or forgetting where stuff came from. I mean, there's going to be somebody out there that knows. Like, well, that's a, that's just maybe you dot five sample from this collection. I don't. I don't care if it's not, a, and I'd rather not know if it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's all just kind of like noise. If it sounds good, I, I don't give a shit. I try to remember to always do something to every drum. Well, yeah. Even yeah. if it's just a little EQ or saturation. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, I mean, but yeah. And this is kind of getting up and changing, but yeah, you don't have to spend, you know, all this time cre creating a unique bass drum that sounds 99% like another bass drum that you right. have sampled in your library somewhere. Who's that? Uh, vocals. It's me. Nice. Uh, I think... I'm doing all the vocals on this project. I can't think of any. What are you yeah, using? Uh, 
What are you using to affect your voice? 404 effects. Different, nice. different thing that's on there. I think this one. Yeah, I don't remember. Pitch down, pitch up. Um, for one song, not this one, but a different song, I went back to the 404SX for the voice trans thing, which Approach really likes. He likes to pitch up in his like ad libs. Yeah, he does. And what was funny was that, uh, so he did a song on, on my last record and uh, I did that with his voice just because that's what he does. Yeah, once you know like, what it yes. is, you hear it all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it always works. It's, I mean, it's a good choice, uh, but it's something that he loves. I love to mostly pitch my vocals down to try and sound tougher, because <laughs> I don't have a real, I don't have a real tough sounding voice, just as it comes out of my body so much. I have kind of a choir voice. <laughs> but that's good. I don't really want this. This album is really all sound and style and vibe like none of it really means a lot to me lyrically it's not about the lyrics it's just trying to sound cool as an overall thing and so i don't really want anyone to be listening to it and thinking about howie howard you know it's, it's supposed to be vibey and weird this is uh kind of like um the uh, Sounds Good Money remix that I have on my uh, Weirdest Beat Tape from last summer. I really think this song sounds better the second time you hear it. Like there's this very long structure to it and you don't get any of the guitar until like three minutes in. So there's like, there's very little harmonic development until this enormously long outro. Oh, I, I, I like the... I mean, the sonic palette of it is, is... I find entertaining to listen to, so it's not like I am... I don't feel like I was waiting for something to happen. Which yeah. I think is your intention, right? Like, you're not supposed to be expecting, you know all these quick things like it's yeah it feels like it's set out deliberately to be kind of like um yeah it's supposed to be uh kind of a slow burner it's yes definitely and there's it's definitely like i don't know the the outro which really is like the last half of the song the guitar, the harmonic development in the guitar really kind of turns it into this loop that finally makes sense and has some motion. Prior to that, it's just like all tension and build, but it's not really going anywhere yet. It's uh, it's suspenseful, I think. And so I think it works better. I think emotionally it works maybe from the first time, but I think if a little more intellectually it almost makes more sense once you know where you're headed to kind of go back to the beginning and, yeah. and go through it again. Maybe that's very self-indulgent, but anyway, that's a taste. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I'm going to try and have that out uh, like 
this summer, probably. I, I should be... Five songs are at this stage of doneness with vocals and everything and basically mixed. Yeah. And the, the other five... Um, I had kind of set aside between Christmas and like last week, but now I'm back on it. I made a lot of progress. I've got a little retreat getaway coming up where I'm going to definitely be able to lock in and finish some things. And so I definitely think I can have this out by like summer. Nice. Um, and it's been so much fun. Oh man. I love the Mark two so much. It's it's, there's so much more you can do with it, but it kept somehow they added a ton of features and a ton of capability and kept the spirit and a lot of the workflow of the 404SX. Yeah. Um, it's a really great instrument for me, and I really love working on it a lot. I still love the SX2, but, like, man, some of those limitations, you just bang your head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and the Mark II, the Mark II um, gets around that. I do. It's missing a couple effects. It's missing the subsonic effect. It's missing the voice trans, which I really wish they'll add. And they might. I mean, there hasn't been a firmware update in quite a while, so... Um, Hopefully, maybe some new effects in another firmware update at some point. But, but I love it. Those are tiny little things. I love it as is. Um, and we'll immediately uh, turn around and start making another record on it. I've got plenty of ideas. So, so you know, good. and another, another. Let's let's um let's finish up with a little bit more gear. Uh, I, this is actually going to relate. I brought a show and tell. Uh, this is the Lep Loop, um, which I got for myself um, last month, just a few weeks ago, really. Lep Loop is an Italian um, groove box analog analog noise generation, uh, digitally sequenced groove box with a kick sound, a noise sound, two oscillators, semi-modular. You can see different switches. There's like many different ways to kind of route everything. Right. And um, the secret sort of is it has, not the secret, but the key, the key to it is four 64-step gate sequencers. Mm-hmm. Um, which you can sub they they default to being subdivided into uh, four tracks of sixteen steps each, and then a sixteen step analog capacitor pitch sequencer, um, which is fun because it those capacitors decay a little bit over time, so the pitch is always dropping by a tiny amount and it there's a little bit of magic in that so did, didn't we talk about this did you did you decide that you could probably quantize those pitches yeah so there's there is a a, a chromatic step programming function for the pitch sequencer um it, it'll save I don't remember. It's uh, like at least a hundred patterns, which is everything 
I mean, obviously can't save your knob positions and your, your routing settings, but as far as the digital, um, your pattern, including mm -hmm. your pitches, it will save pitches that are programmed in chromatically. What took me a long time to figure out, another really cool feature is like um, loading stuff into the analog sequencer through sample and hold, but that will not save. Um, you, you can only save pitch data that you chromatically sequence in. You program yourself. Yeah. So <laughs> I've uh, developed a fun slash frustrating process of when I hit on something I like where the pitch came from the sample and holds, <laughs> I record it. I slow and then I record a very slow version of it <laughs> and then painstakingly listen note by note and and sequence in the next closest Ooh. thing that I can find. Um, so that eats up some time. <laughs> But uh, but this thing is really fun, and it's actually. And you're back in like the fifties and sixties, man. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Which is the fun slash heartbreak of it, but it really right. it couldn't be any other way. But the reason I kind of jumped to this from the four hundred four is that with the four hundred four Mark II, so this, it has a it has a dedicated out for the kick drum sound. So what I've been doing to record, um, and this sounds amazing, is the kick and then the rest of the mix in stereo to the 404 Mark II record whatever I'm going to record. So that's hard panned. Right. And then on the Mark II, copy the sample, isolate the left, isolate the right. Then you can put the kick down the middle, put some chorus on the rest of the mix to spread it out put the 303 vinyl sim with the compressor on it. And all of a sudden you're just banging. It's so good. <laughs> and it's, Dang, it's such a great combination to take this little thing and make it sound absolutely enormous. Um, so I'm going to be doing a lot of that for sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's what I uh, liked about, or that's what I like about, you know, the analog rhythm, which I've, I've had for forever, you know, I had sold, got, got another one and I haven't gotten rid of it. Um, is that, you know, if, if you turn it on and, and you listen to, you know, what's loaded and that, you know, it just sounds like a typical drum machine, but, you know, because you can load samples on there and then because it has, you know, synth, engines in there uh like the first time i had like a i was like yeah this is fucking great put it through you know my system with a subwoofer i was like holy crap dude that's yeah. <laughs> i mean it, it was uh yeah and there's no looking back it was just like you know i, I don't use it exclusively but um a lot of the songs that i really tend to like are uh, the drums are some at least partially programmed on that and it's usually you know the kick um you know of course there's always you know some adjustments that you do like you said but um it never seems to fail 
Yeah, it's the same with a more grandmother. Like you can do a lot of stuff with it. Semi modular, so you could you know go a lot of places. But like, if you need a bass sound, I mean, you go like one oscillator, and you know, find the right filter resonance, and it's yep. Like you, yeah, it's it's almost yeah, it's almost funny how like automatic it is it's like yeah yeah <laughs> you know it's just like automatic's oh, a good word you have to yeah, imagine yeah. the magic is real yeah yeah well do you i you had a big nord change do you want to talk about that or like is there any different i mean you know you talk about? uh you know the nord was just like uh you know i had a chronos which is obviously a nice keyboard and you know always had some sort of nord and uh the you know, one that I had been using for, you know, I can't remember exactly how long it was, you know, Electro 5 or something like that, which is, you know, it was 73 keys that fit in a backpack, carried on your back. It was, you know, you know, so a lot of times I could get away with, you know, playing that with gigs. So that's it. Um, but I sold the that Korg and I sold that uh, Nord. Um because I saw Sam Goodell in Frightened Stag, which if you haven't seen that band, you should go see it. Um, uh, Jeff Stoltz, uh, Sam Goodell, um, and, and I'm gonna—I'll slap myself, y'all, for. You can send it to me for the notes if you yeah, want. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Find it out. Uh, uh, next time I see them, they'll just be, they'll, they can come up and hit me. Uh, no, uh, I saw Sam playing, you know, his stage. And, uh, you know, uh, I didn't realize they had, you know, Nord, like there's an actual Nord synth engine in there. So, and it's not just like, you know, attack decay release. It's like they've got, you can load your own samples. Uh, you can arpeggiate it. You've got, a lot of control over that synth and then you've got the organ engine and then you have you know the piano and uh and it's just been a dream like it's 88 fully weighted keys um you know i can't say that i i've missed the the chronos whatsoever yeah. uh, i used to think that you know because because of everything you can set up in it like you can you set up basically a set list and you can set up all your MIDI channels. So if you have a second keyboard, you know, you don't have to mess with any of that. Like it's just there. And I was, you know, I was kind of concerned that there wouldn't be that, you know, just uh, immediacy or that. But that wasn't a thing. Like the Nord could do it all. Like, so yeah, um, you know, that's that's been really exciting to have that. Uh, but yeah, that's all. That's I could gush gush about that all night. Yeah, um, no, and that's I think that's an awesome instrument for you, with all the different stuff you do and all the lives you know groups you're playing with and everything. I think I think that's really great. Yeah, except I'm carrying it in like a coffin case, so I show sure. Up I mean, you got <laughs> people are like, "What the fuck is that? You, is there somebody else in there?" <laughs> no, man, no. All, all the classic Nord case jokes. Relax, it's got wheels. I got it. 
Don't worry about it. You got it. Um, well, this has been great, man. I'm excited to see yeah. how the recording. Yeah, I, I I was looking forward to it. I'm glad that we're back in. Uh, we try to let as many people know as possible. Uh, yeah, we, come back. We, yeah, uh, I was just gonna say. Yeah, we've got uh, some super cool guests lined up. Some you know super cool guests we have to, yet to reach out to um, that have reached out to us. So uh, I think we'll have some entertaining content. <laughs> entertaining shows for, for for everyone to see definitely and come back next week uh till willis and erratic cowboy grinding of the stars part one uh super looking forward to that subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on youtube stitcher apple podcast whatever google podcast it's all free man it's all do free. the subscription all you do is click Click. Just uh, just do that little click for us. Uh, if you need anything, longplaylp at gmail.com. And until then, be cool. Watch be cool, fight stay the power. safe. Watch Fight the Power. Call Chuck your mom. Documentary on PBS. Hug PBS your loved ones. So good. You'll learn something. Even All if you right. think you know everything about hip hop, you'll learn something. I guarantee it. <laughs> All right. Later, everybody.